yesterday, city council uh, held uh, the city council's labor committee held a public hearing on um, a measure uh, pushed by the Adams administration uh, that would make it possible for the city uh, to transfer uh, 250,000 retired city workers uh, from their current Medicare health coverage uh, to privately run Medicare Advantage. This has been a very fierce uh, battle that has been uh, running for over a year. Uh, we did a cover story uh, in our October edition of The Independent. Uh, Stephen Wishnia, our previous guest, was the author of that piece. A- and uh, the the re- many of the retirees have fought fiercely around this. There's a lot of concern uh, that a privately uh, run version of Medicare known as Medicare Advantage uh, has some serious uh, limitations. And, uh, um, and as things stand, city council is tentatively scheduled to vote on this on January 19th, uh, um, Thursday, January 19th. So only uh, nine days away. Uh, this struggle is really coming to a head. And to help us understand uh, what is going on, uh, we're uh, going be joined in a minute by Barbara uh, Caress. Uh, she's a uh, uh, adjunct professor at uh, CUNY's uh, Baruch College in Manhattan. Uh, she uh, also previously uh, worked as a senior executive at uh, 32BJ and helped oversee uh, their five benefit funds. She's been a healthcare uh, a policy consultant to various other unions in the city, and she's also a proud member of the Professional Staff Congress, CUNY, the union that represents 30,000 uh, faculty and professional staff uh, at the City University of New York. And that's a union local that has really helped take the lead in the in the fight against the city's plan to uh, carry out this uh, uh, switcheroo. And um, uh, Barbara, welcome to WBAI 99.5 FM. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, one before we begin, just one point about PSC. PSC yes. is, I believe, the only municipal employee unions where retirees have full voting rights in the election of officers. I don't think that's true of any other municipal union. So PSC's activism on this issue is both um, progressive because it's a progressive union and, and driven by the, want, the desire to do the right thing, but also in response to an extremely active um, group of PSC retirees. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely a, a very uh, uh, activist-infused uh, uh, union. And, and you testified at City Council uh, yesterday, Barbara. Uh, can you sort of summarize, for starters, uh, what you see as uh, some of the uh, shortcomings of the city's plan and, and, and why Medicare Advantage is not necessarily the best option uh, to try to impose on these former city workers? Um, I'd be happy to. Um, I, w- I need to step back just a little bit and put this in context, what's going on here. Um, the city provides very excellent health benefits for retirees and for actives. Um it's a premium free insurance and it's very costly to the taxpayers and has a, it constitutes about, the cost of it is about 10% of the city's $104 billion annual budget. It's a big item. Um, retiree health benefits are mostly provided by Medicare. That doesn't cost the city anything. 
Okay. What the, what the city provides for Medicare retirees is a supplemental plan that fills the gaps in Medicare, the gaps like uh, 20% coinsurance for doctor visits or $2,000 deductible when you go to the hospital. There, Medicare was built with gaps. And a lot of people, um, many people, buy supplemental insurance called Medigap policies um, to fill them because those gaps can be big if you're sick. Um, and um, so, but the city provides this benefit as part of its uh, benefit plan. It's called the senior care, senior care and a supplemental plan, and that's basically what it covers. So, um, for the last six or seven years, the unions, um, municipal labor council, which committee, which is a coalition of all the municipal labor unions, um, have been negotiating with the city over the costs of these benefits of the $11 billion that the city is spending. Um, as I said, the retiree part of the insurance is modest. It's only $600 million. Only, as I say, only $600 million. $600 million is only a small number in the context of the city budget. Um, so, um, and they've made various changes in, in the, composition of the benefits, uh, retiree as well as act, active benefits. Um, and they came down to um, wanting more, the city wanting more concessions from the unions. Um, and they thought that they could had an easy target with retirees. Um, they weren't organized. They were basically unrepresented by the unions. They weren't organized. And from the perspective of many of the city labor leaders, they thought Medicare Advantage isn't bad. We're really not taking much away from them. And it'll put $600 million more into the city treasury that ultimately is available for collective bargaining. They were, I think, stunned when retirees got wind of the plan and began organizing, fiercely organizing against it, um, including filing a successful lawsuit which led a judge, a New York State judge, to issue an opinion that said you can't you can put people in Medicare Advantage if you want, but you can't charge premium for the supplemental plan. The city's plan was we'll move everybody into Medicare Advantage and we'll give people an opportunity to opt out, but we'll charge them. We'll charge them two hundred dollars a month, which is basically the cost of senior care. And the judge said, no, you can't. The city law says that you're obligated to provide insurance up to about $800 a month. This is within that ceiling, so you can't charge. Uh, Right. And and, uh, I I guess uh, two contextual things here is, is it fair to say that a lot of these city workers uh, accepted uh, lower pay uh, over the years in, in the belief that they would get this high quality healthcare coverage in their retirement. And that also many of them uh, have very modest uh, pensions and $200 a month more uh, would be uh, onerous. Uh, both. I agree with, with both points. I mean, first of all, retirees, I mean, the, the prospect of retirement with full health benefits is really an extraordinary prospect that most workers don't have that city workers have had and should have and have earned over a lifetime of employment um 
number one. And number two, pensions are modest. Um, the average size of a pension over the last 10 years is $26,000 a year. Not a huge amount of money if you consider, if you think about what it would, $2,400 a year or $4,800 a year for a couple to buy the benefits they now have for nothing. They now have free. They earned and believe they are entitled to. And I agree that they're entitled to it. So the, the city's recourse when the judge said you can't charge was to say, well, we want to charge. And so if the city law is the problem, we'll change the law. And that's where the city council comes in because the Adams administration has requested that the city council change the law so that they can charge people for senior care. Um, and that's what's being contested right now in yesterday's hearing and in next week's city council vote. And what's your sense of sort of what the uh, most, uh, I guess, animating uh, uh, concern is for the retirees? Of- uh, I think the most, I think clearly it's fear that Medicare Advantage will leave them without access to care if they're seriously ill and need some unusual care that Medicare Advantage won't pay for and which they don't have the resources themselves to pay for. And that's a perfectly reasonable fear. Medicare Advantage is not bad health insurance, but it is uh, not Medicare. Medicare basically does not require prior approval. They assume that if a doctor has ordered a test or suggested a treatment, that it's appropriate. The way commercial insurance companies operate, and Medicare is owned, Medicare plans are owned by uh, commercial insurance companies, um, is that the way they contain costs is by limiting access to precisely those kinds of services. So retirees are fearful that they're lose. They're ang- number one. They're angry that they're losing a benefit they earned and worked hard for over a lifetime of employment with the city. And secondly, they're fearful that they won't get the care they need when they need it. Right. And and what's your sense of uh, how things uh, may go at City Council? I think it's iffy. I think it's. I. I. Um, I, I think you know. I'm very surprised. I think the retirees have been extraordinarily effective um, in organize. I think the city is shocked at the pushback from retirees. After all, they had to organize them. Other than the PSC retirees, they had no organization to represent them, and they have done an extraordinary job of creating organizations to represent them. Um, and they can mobilize. Uh, the Facebook page for one of the organizations has 20,000 followers. They can, they mobilized hundreds of people yesterday to attend the meeting. There were 200 people who registered to testify. And I believe all but three were in opposition to, um, this plan. Mm. And, and I've also noticed, uh, the, uh, political coalition, uh, against, uh, the, the mayor's plan, uh, includes uh, several Republicans on the city council uh, from Staten Island and uh, maybe certain enclaves of Queens or Brooklyn, where there are a number of retired uh, uh, police officers and firefighters uh, that are also concerned. Uh, your your thoughts on the irony of yeah, I, I, all this? Precisely the irony. Um, the firefighters testified with PSC yesterday, but we were part of the same panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
you know, and the Republicans represent communities where their, you know, uniformed services, um, families live. So, um, it's perfectly reasonable, logical that they would be responsive to uniformed services in the same way that the progressive members of the council are responsive to, um, the claims of the demands of retirees for access to quality care. So it's, it's a little bit bifurcated, but I don't, I, you know, listening to the members of the council ask questions yesterday, I don't think you could have known which were Republicans and which were Democrats. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. And, and um, also uh, with this uh, uh, nurses strike uh, going on, uh, at, at Mount Sinai, East Harlem, and three Montfiore hospitals up in, in the Bronx. Uh, uh, your, your thoughts on maybe where the city uh, could find the savings it's looking for in its uh, health care costs uh, without taking it uh, out of the hides of its retired workers? Um, yeah, I think we, we've put, PSC has put forward a, basically a plan that says, look, the problem here is not the cost of retiree benefits. The cost of retiree benefits is actually quite modest. What the problem is, is the cost of health benefits, and the city's not alone in this. I mean, every, everybody's experiencing, almost everybody's experiencing increased cost in health insurance. What drives the cost of health insurance is the cost of health care. And particularly the cost of hospitals. Um, and to give you a sense of about, um, about 50 cents of every insurance dollar that's spent on healthcare is spent on hospitals. Um, in New York, our hospitals are extremely expensive. Um, on average, they, they, um, commercial insurance pays them two and a half times what Medicare pays. Medicare is um, is set at about the cost. About cost. Medicare pays at about cost. Medicare Medicaid pays less. Medicare pays. It's a very small margin, but the give or take, it's it's set to to reimburse for the cost of care. Commercial insurance, Medicare uh, Advantage, among them. Pay hospitals two and a half times what um, what uh, Medicare pays, and um, it's not that the hospitals desperately need this money. In fact, the big hospitals in New York, NYU, New York Presbyterian, Mount Sinai, Northwell, which is um, LIJ, netted in the last year that we were able to look at the data in 2020, they netted well over $2 billion after they paid their CEOs multi-million dollar salaries. This is the money that they set that they, at the end of the year, when they did their accounting, including all their expenses and all the other things that they have acquired, other hospitals, other companies, um, Northwell, for example, owns a, a staffing agency, <laughs> among other things. Um, they had net income of well over $2 billion. And our sense is that um, that $2 billion is essentially stolen from the um, pay of hundreds of thousands of New York City workers whose insurance is what gives them that money. So our just to tie it back to the nurses strike, um, we think that there's, um, a way to restructure the way insurance pays for, um, 
medical care, health hospital care in New York City that does not require them to do anything other than take their surplus and not and reduce it. Um, that healthcare workers are entitled to good salaries and they should be paid. But even paying good, good and fair salaries to healthcare workers, there is surplus that should be returned to the people who need it, um, who earned it, and um, not to the bank accounts of large, large supposedly nonprofit hospitals. Right, and these hospitals are very uh, politically uh, connected. I imagine they, you know, I know they were major supporters of Andrew Cuomo when he was the governor. I imagine they. make a lot of uh, generous campaign donations to keep the things the way they are. Yeah, and they're very large employers. I mean, Northwell mm-hmm. ha- has, um, I believe, almost 70,000 employees. These are really mammoth. In- mm-hmm. These are not just hospitals. These okay. are systems. Right. Okay. Well, uh, we'll leave it there. But uh, uh, Barbara uh, Caress, uh, uh, adjunct professor at uh, CUNY's Baruch uh, College, an expert on healthcare policy. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on WBAI 99.5 FM. Thank you for having me. You bet. When we come back, uh, we're going to uh, open the phone lines for the last part of the show. We uh, look forward to hearing from you. If you want to talk about what um, our, our guests have been saying over the course of the show, or if you have uh, other topics on your mind, uh, uh, we look uh, forward to hearing from you. Our phone number for the open phone line is 212-209-2877. Again, that's 212-209-2877. Give us a call and let us know what's on your mind. And we'll be back after this short break. Stumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn 